And may the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. I'm going to read a verse to you from Lamentations, chapter 1. This is verse 9. And speaking of Jerusalem, I'm going to read to you the translation from the New King James Version because it can be translated as a negative thing in terms of um, not considering the consequences of their sin or sort of a positive thing in not considering your destiny. And I believe the New King James Version has it best. Speaking of Israel, it says in Jerusalem, Jerusalem did not consider her future and therefore her collapse was awesome. This was um, just spending some time with the Lord yesterday. The Lord began just to speak to me that we get in real trouble spiritually when we don't consider our destiny. Because if we don't keep our destiny, those promises that God has given each of us, um, we'll end up settling for less than God's best. And the collapse of our own spiritual life will be awesome in terms of being huge. I think that it's true that if we fall ourselves into sin, you know, as we've talked about before in the past, it says, catch the little foxes for us that are destroying the vineyards while the vines are in blossom. And sin always starts small. And if we don't respect its power to destroy, it'll grow tall. And the destruction, we don't think of that. But it's also just as powerful, maybe even more so, when we forget our destiny. Now, as Christians, all of us have a similar destiny, according to Romans chapter 8. We've all been called, according to his purpose, to be conformed to the image of Jesus. That's such a remarkable promise and destiny. That means that God's called me to live a life of Christ-likeness. That I get to know the power and the presence of Jesus in my life, that my ministry should carry on his likeness, whatever that ministry may be. All of you are called to ministry, wherever you are. That victory over the power of sin and the devil should be equivalent to the things that he walked in, Christ-likeness. But it's also true that our destinies all involve unique, specific promises too. Things over the years that God has spoken to you, promises that you've given He's given you as you cried out to him and you sought him. And if we don't keep those things in front of us, the general word about Christ-likeness, and we're not always shooting for that, or the specific words, if we're not always going after that, reaching after those things God's promised, we will settle for less. This is a quote, not from me, it's from someone else. It says, if my memories are more powerful than my dreams then I'll sabotage my dreams and the ones of the people around me. There's nothing worse than the discontentment of having memories that are more powerful than dreams. But if we keep the promises of God and my destiny in Him before me, I'm always reaching for the biggest, the much more, because He's a God of the much more. There are some scriptures I wanted to read to you from the New Testament that speak of this.
You see, in the Old Testament in Habakkuk, as well as several places in the New Testament that quotes Habakkuk, it says, the just shall live by faith. Without faith, it says in Romans chapter 11, it's impossible to please God. Hebrews chapter 11, and in Romans 15, 23, it says, that which is not of faith is sin. We're called to live by faith, and what faith realizes, what, in the context of God revealing to us our destiny, specific things, our promises, what faith sees, faith also actualizes. And so the Christian life is lived by faith. And he says this in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12. This is Paul speaking. He says, fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life. You know, eternal life is much more than just going to heaven one day. It's a quality of life. Jesus said, I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Life as it's lived in heaven, Christ-likeness. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called. You were made a, you made, when you made a good confession in the presence of many witnesses. At the end of his life, in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, Paul says just before his death, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the course, and I have kept the faith. He fulfilled God's destiny for him to walk in as much Christ-likeness as he could on this side and to fulfill those particular promises God had given him particularly on the Damascus Road. Listen to 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 18. This command I entrust to you, Timothy, my son, in accordance with the prophecies. Well, let's just go beyond prophecies because everybody didn't carry around a pocket Bible back in those days. And so God spoke the prophetic words, and God speaks to us prophetic promises when our time in Scripture or in a setting like this or whatever. He says, my son, in accordance with the prophecies previously made concerning you, or promises, specific promises, that you by them may fight the good fight. That's the third time Paul uses that phrase. He tells them, fight the good fight so you'll take hold of life as it's lived in heaven. You'll fulfill your destiny in him. And he says about his own life, I have fought the good fight. I've kept the faith. But here he's entreating Timothy, the way you fight the good fight or by the promises that God's given you. You consider your destiny. You always keep it in front of you by faith. And don't let the enemy, by any kind of distraction, any kind of interruption, or any seeming setback, to keep you from keeping your destiny in front of you. Because it's by that, those promises that we fight the good fight. Keeping faith and a good conscience, which some have rejected and suffered shipwreck in regard to their faith. I've discovered that as I keep my destiny before me, as I consider my destiny, it forces me to adjust my life. Because as time goes by, God shows me things in my life that would hinder me from fulfilling my destiny. And he gives me the opportunity to repent so he can shape me and move me forward into those promises he's given me in particular. And the good news is this, is that you, you fulfill your destiny at a higher level at the last breath even on this earth. You never stop considering them. You never stop crying out for more. Because God's promises for each of us are so full, have so much in them. And you always keep that before you more. And you see in his response is always, you want more? So do I. 
And so you're constantly changing, even at the end of your life on this side, so that you can experience more and more and more. It's so important that we don't become like Jerusalem, that we stop considering our destiny and settle for less. My prayer for me is that my memories will never compare to my dreams. Because you see, if it does, I'll sabotage my dreams, I'll settle for less, and I'll stay frustrated with everybody around me who has dreams. Out of my own disappointment. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen.